This is Resonance 104.4 FM. Flipping marvellous. Uh, <laughs> Dark Station. Uh, I'm Nick Hennigan and welcome to a, another a slice of literary London, which is a programme all about, well, you know, London and literature. But you should know by now, shouldn't you? Yes, you should. Um, we are also, again, continuing this sort of trend that started in lockdown. We're recording it in visual. So if you're listening in stereo, you can see us waving. Hello. Yes. Um, and uh, it's it's uh, also we're going to be on the LondonLiteraryPubCall.com podcast page after this. The new website called Bohemian Britain, which makes me laugh slightly because how do you be a good Bohemian? Um, um, and uh, of course, we're also on, on the Maverick Theatre YouTube channel. So everywhere, my loves, everywhere. And actually, it's a, I'm really looking forward to this to this show because we talk a lot to writers and artists and we talk a lot about London and, uh, and uh, this Bohemian Britain thing that's just, you know, we were voted the second most popular Bohemian podcast in the world to follow. Uh, uh, number one was in New York, by the way, so, which makes me smile because how do you be a Bohemian? Well, I've got two people with me who absolutely know what a bohemian is and if you can hear a bit of noise in the background that's because one of my guests today is uh leslie lewis who is the landlady of a pub called the french house which is in dean street in soho and i think she's still there i am well. you are aren't you in the pub you're in the pub leslie how brilliant um, where else would i be <laughs> absolutely i mean uh, now, now that um at the time of Talking May uh, 2021, is it? Yeah, that's right. Uh, the pubs have reopened for outdoor space. And we must talk about that as, as well in a moment. But uh, Hilary Heath as well, who's, um, I think, officially part-time manager, but I would say one of the stalwarts of the French. Oh, house. thank you. <laughs> this is a pub. Absolutely. I've well, got the wart bit right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, the, the actual, the, the, the pub, actually it's the first pub I ever went to in London and got lost because it everyone's called it the French House for years, but it was officially not called the French House. I remember walking up and down Dean Street uh, and it was only when someone told me that the pub, I forget the name of the pub now, it was the... Um, thingy it was the York, York Minster. York Minster, that's right, absolutely, yeah. York Minster. Uh, and that was in the late 70s, and I've been going in there ever since. The London Literary Pub Crawl, which I know a lot of you will know from around the world, uh, doesn't go into the pub because the very first time we went in with 20 people on a Saturday afternoon, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it's not the biggest pub in the world, but it's certainly the cosiest and described as, I think, uh, by many as Soho's local village boozer um, and of course mm. lockdown and the, the, the lockdown and, and people business has suffered um, and the French are trying to sort of battle back in a typically French house type of way by having an auction of artworks and that's what we're going to talk about in a minute <laughs> but before that Leslie just talk about, talk about the French house I mean you've been there uh, I mean, it was Gaston Berlamont wasn't it who used to have it Yes. Yes, I took I took over from Gaston in 1989. And tell um, us about the French. What is it about the? What, what? Just tell us about the French. The French house. <laughs> well, I suppose it's it's my whole life and lots of other people's as well. It's um, it's a, it's oh, I don't know. It's such a magical place. It's in the walls. Everybody's still here, and it's um. It's very adored by a lot of people and we must do everything in our power to save it. So Lou and I are on this campaign to actually do that um, because times are very, very, very difficult. We've got to have a busy lunch, but it doesn't make up for the 10 deep at the bar um, on a Friday or Saturday night. Uh, but we're getting there. There. I suppose people might, because it's a fundraiser and basic. I mean, the the, the the list of people 
that go to the French is kind of a who's who of people in the arts, really. I mean, Hilary, you've worked there for a while, haven't you? You must have seen a few and will I'm not break your confidence. <laughs> <laughs> but certainly, I mean, I know, you know, Francis Bacon used to go in there quite often. And uh, I mean, Tracy Emin's been involved in this. Uh, there's artwork for sale on the walls, which is lovely. You're a sort of an independent pub, aren't you? You're not part yeah. of a massive chain. No, we're a very independent pub. We have had offers, but wouldn't take it. This is a what? This is a one-off place, and uh, we want to keep it that way. But what was extraordinary was, you know, when we were sort of hitting hard times. This all started with one of our sculptors um, suggesting he give a couple of pieces of works of art that we could auction as a little donation. From that, it has grown, thanks to Mrs. Heath there. Uh, it has grown into, I think we've got 220 items now. So it's yep. sort of massive. I think every artist who's ever walked through the door, and that's quite a few, has, has donated a piece to it. And uh, I mean, it's overwhelmingly moving. And some, I just don't know what to say, really, because it, it's just, it's, it's just Can been I amazing. Just say what what I think is amazing about it is that it's it's come from all over the world as well. Yeah, yeah. We've had people send stuff from Australia, Mexico, New York, France, la, la, la. It's, it's like Soho is just not, you know, this tiny little spot. It's global. It's fantastic. <laughs> it certainly there's, there's also always a lot of interest, again, with the London Literary Pub Crawl. People come from all over the world on that. And I, I suppose yeah. it's something to... I know the Soho Society have been very good in the past. They, they, they were perhaps one of the first neighbourhood associations that, I mean, years ago, started standing up to property developers. But Soho, I mean, you must get asked this so much, really. But it, And I, I love it as well. I, I mean, you know, I kind of work there and with a little desk space up there. And the French was a place... When I got over the shock, I've only been served half pints. Of course. <laughs> I know it's had to change recently because of the COVID restrictions. It's one of the places where you can kind of city centre bustling, but it's one of the places where you can sort of sit up the corner and if you've got you want to make a few notes and you can have a couple of beers and it's um there's a sort of a, and, and get recognized, of course, which is something that doesn't happen much <laughs> in pubs all over the place for all the right reasons by, by the lovely stuff, including yourself, Hillary. I mean so <laughs> Know me by my drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. It's also, I think, one of the few places where you could you could buy a glass of champagne. Not that I'm a great champagne drinker, as you probably assume by now, but uh, you could also buy champagne by the glass. And it's um, occasionally as well. I'm sure you won't mind me saying at the weekend you used to get sort of professional French house drinkers who'd pop up from the provinces with with carnations and big big handkerchiefs in their in their pockets and hats and things like that, <laughs> which, are always, uh, which are always quite lovely and, and tolerated. And it is one of the pubs you can go into at, in virtually every night of the week and know someone, you know, your nod and... Yeah, or find a, a kindred spirit, shall we say. And presumably here, that's one kindred of the reasons... spirits have gone off together and still living happily ever after. <laughs> yeah, that's another sign. I mean, presumably, Hillary, it's, it's recognising that this isn't a normal pub. It's not. So presumably, again, Leslie, the idea of just furloughing the staff and carrying on, that's not an option because of the size of the business. Well, we did furlough everybody as long as we could. But what, as soon as we opened, it's only 10 tables outside, but it takes a vast amount, amount of work. So um, nobody's furloughed at the moment. But this, so, this was uh, the point. It was a finance. It, it was. We, we, I mean, I don't want to pry into your into your personal affairs, as it were. But was the French house in real trouble during lockdown because you're not? It, part of the it was facing it, and I 
yeah. see it because you know we work on we work on cash you know cash as does most as do most businesses and we just paid the rent for a three-month period and we had all the bills coming in and there was no money coming in at all we, we sold marmalade we tried doing takeaway food we tried doing t-shirts we, we tried everything really um there's also the fundraiser the crowdfunding we, we started the, the go fund go fund me and so all of the regulars and people who love us from all around the world put in over 80,000 pounds, but they, you know, yeah. it didn't hit the target, did it? I mean, the fundraiser hit the target, but you know, the rent's more than that. Yeah. I, th I think the thing is what, what has happened. I mean, it's lovely having 10 tables outside and customers bless them are spending as much money as they possibly can, but it's still, <laughs> you know, it's just not enough. <laughs> it's ever so expensive mm. to have a place in Soho and particularly a tiny little place like this. And the generosity of our artists and, well, and Hillary particularly, and uh, so many lovely, lovely people. I'm so proud of us all. <laughs> and yeah. I hope it does really, really well. And presumably, that, so tell us about the auction, Hillary. So you, I, I, that's how I knew about it, because we sort of got in touch. Uh, 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 there's an amazing amount of uh, I have to say as well because we're going out it may well be the awkward would have finished by the time you're listening to this but check out the website anyway cause, and you've got an amazing amount of uh, it has it's, it's like Leslie said Anthony Hawkins yeah. said oh we can get a few people and we'll have a little you know over the bar auction like we do on pints day, auctioning pints off and then it sort of steeped out a bit and then it just grew and grew and grew and it is I mean it, it's exploded <laughs> it's an explosion of art and we've got over 220 people who've contributed from all around the world. Um, it's just incredible. It's, there's so much love and so much fantastic art as well. Um, I mean, it's easier. It's probably quicker to say who's not in it than who's in it. If it's a who's who. Of, of it, it really is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I quite like, because um, you've got obviously, I mean, people like Tracy, I mean, uh, works for, I mean, some of the greatest artists in the world. I quite like the one that really took my eye. Uh, and I've done a little drawing, but of course, one of the nice things about it is that in a sense, you've had to, you've had to close the doors to your entrance, haven't you? You've had so many people uh, trying yes. to donate that the, the system won't cope with anymore at the moment. The, well, I, the system is the cricket captain, uh, Johnny Spitfire, and, and a, a lovely girl called Abby, and Marcus Rao, the auctioneer, and, and Anthony Hawken as well. And we've all just been working like until our um, eyes are bleeding, getting the catalogue together. And um, and the, the auction company being great as well, Easy Love Auctions. Um, but it, yeah, it is all coming together and it's going to be great on Saturday. I quite, like, the, um, I, I quite like that the one that struck my eye was, was a pint of Guinness and it was... Uh, oh, Suggs, yeah. So, and of course, Suggs as well, and of course his mom, God bless her, uh, they were regulars, uh, certainly were regulars in the in the French house. I remember, uh, oh. yeah, I remember bumping into Amy Winehouse there a few years ago. It was that, that kind of place. Yeah. I think people recognise that spirit. And there tends to be no pretense about it, is there, you know, sometimes. Uh, and you're not very keen on mobile phones, which I sort of quite hated and they liked for a while. So <laughs> It's the character of the pub, and, I, and obviously it, it comes from you, Leslie. I mean, what you were obviously aware of the of the show before you bought it, obviously, weren't you? Oh yes, very much so. I mean, it was terrifying the first couple of days. I I, I took over the place, and then I found out the place was condemned, <laughs> which was a bit of a blow. And I had three months to sort it out. But it was the most loved place probably in the universe, <laughs> and uh, I had to re build it basically so we did it through the night and pretended nothing had happened 
and kept our fingers crossed and hoped for the best. But then the windows opened and we had some nice bar stools and suddenly we were forgiven a little bit. But yeah. they still talk about Gaston wouldn't have done it that way, even now, 32 years later. But, um, you know, such it's a quite lovely. In such a sense, the magic. It's quite nice to say about it. In a sense, it's a sort of a backhanded compliment anyway that people are talking about. <laughs> there are many pubs, I don't think, anywhere in the world that have that sort of uh, heritage. I know we've actually got on the on the LondonLiteraryPubCrawl.com website as a video page, and we've got, a, I found a film of uh, Gaston's leaving. Yeah. So many people turned up, they had to close the yep. road off, didn't they? They and did. Pictures of, again, uh, you know, one or two drunken artists. It's a lovely thing. So if people want to know more about the, as I say, we, you, you may be watching or listening this after the auction's finished, but for people that are, are, are not, <laughs> how do we find out more about the auction and, and the sort of the fundraising campaign generally to, to, to save the French? You can go to the French House website or the French House Instagram account, French House Soho. And both of those have details of how to register to bid um, and access the catalogue. Uh, you have to register to bid uh, a day in advance just to make sure that your details go through properly. But yeah, it's French House website or the French House Instagram account both have all of the details and the how-tos. And what's the, what's the French House website address? Do you know it off the top of your head? www.frenchhousesoho.com. Frenchhousesoho.com, yeah. I should have asked you that earlier. Yeah, so we'll, put that, <laughs> we'll put that link on the on the YouTube on the YouTube Thanks, as well. And, and so Leslie, it sounds like in, in well for both of you really, lockdown has been a very worrying time. Um, how did you sort of cope with it? Were you did you find it? Well, I, I I was I stayed here, of course, because I live here, and yeah. it was really horrible coming down because this place this building is made for people it deserves people and people deserve it and uh, it was quite horrible being here on my own just with the ghosts yeah. uh, so I'd open the window and start selling marmalade through the window so there was somebody to chat to I know it sounds pathetic but no, you know, when you're true. used to being surrounded by people it's quite horrendous to suddenly be completely on your own but slowly slowly we managed to get to uh, uh, we got the fundraising in and we were doing t-shirts and things and we had a little production line going Hillary leading the helm as usual <laughs> that one and uh, Dottie Phillips who's 92 helped and everybody just wanted to be part of it and it, so now I have quite strangely enough I have quite fond memories of that time <laughs> Yeah, and, and it is it is something as you say that i've noticed it a little bit i mean i, I tend to work for myself anyway you know the uh, and one or two people of my friends who are writers will talk about suddenly getting on the tube for the first time and it's freaking them out slightly just yeah. without realizing it you kind of you're mentally gearing down or you know without realizing it you're all coping with with uh, with no other people around and what about yourself hillary because you you were you know there at the fridge a lot you i know you've got your uh, you're involved with art anyway aren't you well, I'm married to a um, world famous cartoonist, but he's been working from home, so I've been assisting him. So I was sort of I had office duties before. Um, I wasn't completely idle. Um, yeah, but like Leslie said, I've sort of looked back to lockdown a bit fondly as well, um, especially when it's a lovely sunny burst. But yeah, I suppose, I yeah, I mean, 
as a boozer, I, I, it saved me a fortune. But I mean, that's the point of the action. <laughs> oh, well, we can help you with that problem. We are. Well, the, yes, the first physical tour is coming back into Soho on the 27th of March for the London Literary Pub Crawl, which was a one-off event I wrote for the Olympics and it's been going ever since which is very nice um, and there's no actors available so I've got to do the one on the 20s and I'm looking forward to it oh yes <laughs> we shall be back in Soho again and and so what about the future for, for the pub Leslie I mean it's your place it's not owned by you know big breweries and stuff it's a, a effectively you know like a well I don't I don't own it but my landlords have been incredibly supportive actually which which really helped as well um and they gave me an extra five years on my lease which oh, was yeah. really <laughs> nice. so I don't think they want to get rid of us well I hope they don't but <laughs> <laughs> um no because it's like I'm the third landlady law whatever uh in 105 years Wow. And on the 31st, uh, on the 30th of December every year, we don't do um, we don't do New Year's Eve because it's horrible. But on the 30th, it's the anniversary of the signing of the lease. And we always celebrate that. So that's our party. I do quite like as well. There are other little traditions. So there's always the, the term, the school photograph that I've been involved in. Oh, yes. <laughs> the 14th of July. And we'll be able to have Bastille Day this this year. Yes. Unless, thing, unless some other... <coughs> Thing happens. <laughs> yes, let's, let's hope not. And of course, and traditionally, um, uh, it's always been a tradition that the French only serves halves. I suppose that mm. kind of goes back to the old days. It, 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 tell us why it was called the French House uh, originally. It was a slang well, originally, thing. we're going back now to 1914, and it was owned by a gentleman called Christian Schmidt. And uh, Christian Schmidt was was uh, German. Uh, was um, no, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He was German, and it was a good time for him to get out of this country. And he sold it to his next door neighbours, who were the Berlimonts. Sold the lease, and the Berlimont family took over in 1914. And Gaston was born here. Schmidt, we thought, had gone back to Germany, but no, he ended up in Canada. Uh, so I, I get, get strange letters from all over the world about Schmidts and Berlimonts. Um, <laughs> Uh, but of course, Victor, who, who lived next door, who was the first French landlord, called the place Maison Francaise. And he was trained by Escoffier at the Savoy, and he was a top chef. And there was a lovely restaurant upstairs, which is a tradition I wanted to carry on. And um, we now have the lovely Neil Borthwick. Uh, and last time, uh, we, we got number 23 out of 100 best restaurants in the UK. Brilliant. For our five little tables <laughs> at the moment, we'll go up to seven once this is all over <laughs> at the moment. When we open on the 17th, it will be five. But we'll have our little outside as well, our, our uh, Costa del Soho <laughs> on a good day. <laughs> the like Dean Street Riviera. Bit, bit, bit windy today. <laughs> but you can close your eyes and dream, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant well i mean it's and are you still and of course the, the the pints day so are you you had to start serving pints didn't you for practical reasons because of the the, the... yeah we can only really have one person behind the bar and yeah. uh, it just made life a lot easier uh, we've had to all the all, all the bar staff have now become waiters all the tables have moved outside i mean it's been quite a learning curve for all of us and particularly after four months of lockdown but everybody's been incredibly supportive and uh, yeah. we're getting there we're getting there 
Well, it's brilliant. So if anyone wants to know, I mean, you're opening, I mean, the UK, we sort of theoretically, the next step is, I think, the 21st of May 2021, isn't it? Where the... 17th, I think. Is it 17th? 17th oh, yeah. So yeah. we, people can go indoors then as well. So, you know, life will slightly return more to normal. Um, and and uh, I'm looking forward to going up, you know, the old farts corner at the top, which I've graduated to now. <laughs> so uh, by the Deep exit end. door, you know, up that bit. <laughs> um, every, every corner is an old farts corner, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's lovely to talk to you. And so just give us the details again uh, about the auction, Hilary. And if anyone wants to get in touch, so you said the, the fundraising campaign has, has finished now, the, the GoFundMe thing. But if anyone wants to, it, no, it's actually still open. You can still yeah. donate to that on GoFundMe. Uh, so I can't remember the link for that, but it's all on the on the French House website. And that hopefully it's going to be all right. And it's but, the uh, French House. You, yeah, sorry, the email. It's the, the website is the French House Soho. Well, I thank you so much for coming on. Olivia, I tell that you're having a great time there. <laughs> Outside at the French house. <laughs> well, it's the nearest thing to a holiday they're going to get. <laughs> so now everyone's having a well of a time and on their sixth bottle or something like that. But I think they're drinking to support us as well, which is, is lovely. I know, and actually, so I know that my local people <laughs> We better make a donation to the living <laughs> So brilliant. That's uh, right. FrenchHouseSoho.com is the uh, is the email address. Uh, thank you both so much for coming on. And I mean, it's been a wow. What a what a year or so. Uh, and here's yeah. looking forward to the next five years now that you've got the lease of the pub. And uh, I'll be down to help support. Oh, I've got more than five years. That was added oh, on. That was five uh, years added on. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, brilliant. you're stuck with me for about 15, I think, now. <laughs> oh, that'll do. I'll also remember very vague, it, when we first did the, the literary pub crawl and brought these people around and it was so busy, the following week, you may not remember, Hilary, there were five or six of us over the road and you saw us and brought us out. I brought you out at half pints. Yeah, I you remember did. that. So glad, yeah, exactly. And, uh, uh, it's, it's folklore now. The other actors talk about it. Aww. I think they're probably hoping. But, um, and it's still talked about by, uh, by a, a journalist. In, we got mentioned in the New York Post, which so thank you so much again for thank taking you oh, thank you um uh one of the institutions of soho that's the french house pub on dean street soho london um, and that's it for this episode thanks for your time uh next time who knows what will happen but stick around if you want to get in touch as always radio at mavericktheatre.co.uk is probably the best way to do that Hello to Kathy California, who sent me an email. I shall deal with that. I'll look out rainy night in Soho by the pones for you, Kathy. Kathy California. She listens on the beach, apparently. So she said. Oh, nice. oh lucky, lucky thing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I'll see you next time. I'm Nick Hennigan. This is Literary London on Residence 104.4 FM. <laughs>